Hey, yo, what the f***? This is a palace right here. The late night flight is paid for by the following. I think the only person he didn't get an opera, he didn't do dirty like that was Mary. I think Mary is the only one he didn't do dirty. Because he could pay her in coke. Whoa, that's my godmother. Don't you dare. Monday, a A. I love to me some Mary J. Don't play with me like crack. Wednesday, some heroin. Thursday, things wasn't the same on Friday. Day you came back <laughs> with no cocaine. What no. the f this is insane. All right, I'm done with this. It's a bunch of us. I'm a hand of colony. Everybody on their mountain, everybody marching for a young nigga like me to get tsunami on it. I'ma get it, I'ma win a baby. I'll be on my curry till I crash your bird 40 on the tech. Yeah, I make the nerdy if it's at the appellation to the appellation. I'ma do whatever that it takes to make a black nation. Hold on. And now, here are your pilots, the informative Hanif Sowell and the greatest Henny Badger who has ever lived, Nassour Nunez. If it takes for me to suffer, for my brother to see the light, then give me pain till I die. But Lord, please treat him right. That was like one of my favorite lines from a DMX prayer. It stuck with me from when I heard It's Dark As Hell Is Hot back in the 90s when I was younger. Um, so we want to start this episode off paying our respect to the great DMX who passed away uh, this Friday, April 9th at the age of 50. And we just want to show DMX some love because he is truly a legendary um, artist and will forever remain in our hearts and our memories. Um, shout out to DMX. Um, we have a special edition of the Late Night Fight tonight where we're going to do our brunch. So we have our ladies back, uh, Miss Pate. And Gia is back in the building, and we are going to have a great night tonight. Uh, Pate, uh, I want to start with you because uh, I know that you were a big fan of DMX. Um, you shed some tears today over his passing, so uh, take some time to give DMX some words. I'm so sad, like just sad. You know, I think about in the 90s when Biggie died, when Pac died, we were waiting to hear about Pac, whether he was going to make it or not. And that, those are all the emotions I felt this week. Like, is he going to pull through? Is he going to make it? And when I was talking to my homegirl today, it's like, no, we didn't know these people. Some, most of us haven't even met them, but they made such an impact on our life and they made such an impact on our memories. And we grew up and it's a soundtrack to our memories. You remember, you hear a song, you remember where you were when you first heard it. Um, it hurts, yo. Like, um, I talked, and then it also too, like with DMX, I feel like he was that rugged dude, but then he had that soft side when he would talk about his grandmother, and then he had a funny side, and then he made it cool to pray. You'd see thugs who never prayed out there bowing their heads when he would pray. Like, he had such an impact. Um, it hurts. It hurts bad. I cried in my car today. We played DMX in the showroom for a very long time today. And then one of my other homegirls called me or, or left me a, a voice message and she was crying. You can hear it in her voice. And she's just like, you know, it sucks, but at least we know that his, his situation touched other people. She said it, one of her cousins was, was a drug addict for a very long time. 
And after what happened with DMX, he was just like, yo, I don't want this to be me. And so he went into rehab and he plans on going into another rehab afterwards. Like, so he saved a few people too, but it's just like, yo, you hear these songs and it's like, that was my life. That was my childhood. Those are my memories. And he's gone and it hits so close to home because now who's next? You know, like what we, we're so close in age, he and I, and it's like, who's next? Cause I'm telling you when it's Jay, <laughs> don't call me, <laughs> don't call me. Don't text me. Don't come see me. Just let me sit in this rocking chair facing the wall for six, seven days. Like I will lose my, sh- I'll lose my, my mind when it's Jay. Damn. Man, let's not talk about that. Um, Please not. Gia, <laughs> give us a little bit about what X meant to you. Um, like I just, it was, uh, I think when he passed today, first of all, I just feel like it's bad because it was so many false news articles going around. So it's like, Okay, I'm opening up Instagram. One person saying, rest in peace. I scroll some more. No, he's still on life support. So it was already this emotional roller coaster for a couple of days now anyway. And it's just sad because I don't know about you all, but we all have those people in our family that is struggling with those, you know, those demons and those addictions. So, um. Yeah, it's it's a bad situation. And also, I mean, who didn't love his music? I remember hearing his song for the first time when I was living on Grove Street. And I'm just like, wow, like I, I like that sound. It was something different. It made you gassed up no matter what, you know, you I didn't really understand everything he was saying at first until you listen to it more and more. And I just feel as if that one thing, these type of things remind me that we just have to give people their flowers when they're here because, you know, it just makes me want to reach out to people that I know that's fighting those type of addictions because sometimes we do just chalk them up and that's who they are. You know, we're not going to bother them. But it's just a very unfortunate situation. It's very sad, you know, and I, I'm just hoping that his family can pull through, you know, as well, his children, you know, and his loved ones. It's a very sad situation, especially Definitely. for our culture. Definitely. Yeah. And, and you know, now nah, it's like, yo, with, with the culture, you know what I mean, comes some that that's happening, right? So DMX just passed away today and the already started where you're starting to see the, the memes with him going into heaven with Elmo and stuff like that. And then there was this like tweet from Kerry Washington that, that, was questioning what him and Prince Philip, who, who just so happened to die the day two, was doing, was talking about on their way to heaven. And I think that's the most crazy, uh, asinine thing that anybody could do, especially with Kerry Washington. So, like, I was just thinking, like, you know, what do you have to be in your life to be that removed from the culture where you feel like that would be an appropriate thing to say? when you know that DMX is so sacred to the black community. You, do you think that DMX asked Prince Philip, did Princess Da listen to It's Dark and Hell is Hot? <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> what? I think she was already gone, though. I'm just saying, but, I mean, you never know what she was rocking in the car that night. 
You don't know? I'm, I'm sure X had a presence in London. You know what I'm saying? X gonna give it to you. But <laughs> nah, this is this is this is like I, I was trying to figure out a way to flip like the only Christopher we acknowledge is Wallace. Like we not acknowledging nobody on DMX Day, bro. This is it. So you got Biggie died on March 9th, DMX died on April 9th. This is his day from here on out. Do we hate Asians? Uh, these hate crimes that happen to Asians where they've been attacked, and I think it was set off by like a shooting in, a, in an Atlanta massage parlor uh, where a bunch of people was killed, and then the young man uh, uh, brutalized the Asian lady outside of a New York hotel like a couple weeks ago. Um, so then there's been this movement of stop the Asian hate, stop the Asian hate. And uh, the article I shared with you all showed like where Rihanna showed up um, to one of the protests and solidarity with, with Asian culture. Um, so just, I, I just want to give a little back. I just want to first off say that no, black people do not hate Asian people. We have the Wu-Tang Clan, right? <laughs> so with that being said, some of the, the, you know, some of this stuff is contrived in a way where I'm thinking it's a possibility for a powder keg. If you remember the 1992 riots with Rodney King, there was a lot of attacks on Asian and Korean businesses in retaliation to the assassination of the young girl, Latasha Harlins in LA. But there is a concerted effort amongst white supremacy to pit minorities against each other in order to further their agenda. So when you have the, the George Floyd trial happening right now and a potential outcome could be volatile, you start to have these little things to come in that distract you or put you in a, a position where if things do go left, you have us attacking each other as opposed to us attacking what the actual problem is. So I just want us to be clear. No, Black people, we do not hate Asians. Um, we support them. We, we stand in solidarity with their movement. We hope that they stand in solidarity with ours. And what say you, panel? Do anyone think that Asian Americans are facing racism in this country due to the problematic link between coronavirus and Asian Americans? Because I would say yes. Now, that doesn't give anybody the right to smack an Asian up at all. All I'm saying is we live in a country where people are easily provoked. It doesn't matter whether it's race, class, sexual orientation. Now, usually it's racial. It's, it's usually racial. But I'm just saying it could be from any type of branch. And I find it funny that all of a sudden, out of nowhere, like this is for at least running. Uh, this has been a running gag for a year where we're like, yeah, beat the Asians up, everybody. Like, get down with that. You know what I'm saying? No more beef and broccoli. We ain't doing that. We smacking you up today. We ain't doing any of this. I don't understand. So can someone answer my question and to tell me if you think that it's the problematic link between coronavirus and Asian Americans where they're getting this, uh, they're getting this hate running around right now in this country? Um, I don't think it is. Okay. I, I would say no. All right. Why, but why no, Julia? Um, reason why I would say no is because it, for a few reasons. For one, we've been in this COVID thing for basically a year now. Right. Okay. So if it was going to be something geared towards them because of that, I think that it would ha would have happened as soon as you know COVID started. 
or we've been, you know, as soon as we were, you know, aware of it, as I should say. Um, And then another thing is because, okay, how could I say this? I feel as if that is so much violence going on in America that if I want to say there is um, violence towards handicapped people, I can find a video of somebody in a wheelchair probably getting kicked out of the wheelchair. I just saw this on Instagram the other week, right? And if I want to say there's violence towards women with dreads, I can find somebody getting dragged by their dreads. So I feel like it's so much balance out here in America that it's very easy for the media to portray something because it's it's easy to find. Now, the shooting that happened in the massage parlors that Nifa's talking about, we all know who did that. That's not us doing that. You know, like, it's, it's Chinese stores all up and down the hood. It's beauty supply stores. And I done seen videos of, you know, black women getting beat up in nail salons, everything. So I, I never really saw a video of a black person whooping an Asian ass. Um, sorry, you are close with Asian Americans. What is, what is your take on all this? I feel like it's definitely manipulated by the media to, to take the mind or the thoughts off of other things, right? I feel like it's easy to take one situation and make it become Black people are beating up Asians. That's not what's happening. That's never been what's happening. Again, touching on what Gia said, we've had Chinese restaurants. We go there all the time. They make the bombest chicken wings. We we go into their beauty supply stores and we 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 we. Although they come into our hood, we're we're giving them our money. It's never been an issue between blacks and Asians, other than them following us and thinking we're gonna steal. So now, <laughs> get killed in 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 Atlanta, and now they want to make it a stop Asian hate. I don't think that's what it is. Um, they never want to call it what it is. When white people shoot up everybody, it's never. Stop the white man. It's never that. But that now it's something you can manipulate and, and make it a, 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 a hashtag. That's what we're, we're running toward. Hey, yo, what the f***? This is a poly right here. Kim K is a billionaire now. Does that erase Ray J from her body count? All right, so Kim K has been recently uh, announced as the new one of the newest billionaires in the country from you know her business ventures um, and things that she's been doing. She's been a, a mogul for years. Now we all know that behind that, you know where it all started was the Ray J sex tape. So my question to the panel is. Because now she reached billionaire status, does that erase that body from her her body count? Do anybody know? I'm sorry. I don't mean to. I don't mean to cut y'all off. I, I'm sorry. I gotta go first. I know it's ooh ladies first a lot, but no, not today. I'm sorry. I gotta go first. Um, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. First of all, Kim has enough money to just give Ray J a couple of other women just so, you know, he can't even sniff the track of her. Like, yo, get away from me. Here go some other women. You can go talk to them. All right? Like, Kim is on a whole nother level right now, like, money-wise. Off of, off, and, and by the way, just to be on some Black American stuff, she is getting, yo, I heard that she, uh, nah, I heard, I read, she's making, she has a net worth of $225 million off that off that gimmick uh, girdle stuff that she's been selling. Don't yeah. don't don't black American women sell that girdle that's in the hood, that body magic thing. 
Don't black women sell that? I don't follow her Instagram, so I have no clue what you're talking about. Okay, so she she's making like $200 million off this shapewear stuff that she has going on. Basically, like uh-huh. these like gimmick bras and 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 uh, girdles and, you know, whatever that you ladies wear. I don't want to get into that. I don't wear girls, but proceed. I, Gia, I wasn't saying you, okay? I, I, I don't know what you wear, all right? Okay? I don't know. It's not nice. I don't know what you wear. I'm just saying that. I'm just saying that. She does. She makes money doing it. And I know there's a lot of black women that sells this product. I just find it funny that why, why are not none of my black American homegirls are making $100 million off of this? And then all of a sudden, Kim Kardashian is just like, I can marry any black man on earth and I'm just getting it all. Like, I just, I don't know. I mean, I'm not knocking it. I just find that to be kind of funny. Thing. It's, it's a popularity thing. Mm. People buy into the person. It's, it's not about the product. Right, right. There you, you go. You know, like people go into, they, it's her. We all know that her body, she doesn't need a girdle. Like we know that, right? No, but just she needs maintenance. She that thing is crazy. She looks like a a a a bad credit card, like a bad plastic oh. credit card. Kim Kardashian. That thing is not in shape. She looks terrible. She looks what? like a plastic. Her body looks terrible. Kim, body, Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian. Hey, yo, listen. Oh, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say it right now. This is this is the show that you get to hear the greatest on. Uh, Kim mm. Kardashian's body looks like a plastic flamingo. Okay. What? That thing yeah, is not real. Crazy. It looks it I'm looks disgusting. Okay. It looks but out her of place. Stomach is flat though. So the point of a okay. girdle is to pull the stomach in. Oh, I got you. I got she you. She doesn't got need you. her stomach pulled in. That's the point of a girdle to suck it. You know? So I got she doesn't you. need that because she worth all this money. She can just go lay on somebody's table and take care of that. So it's a popularity thing. It's the same reason why. We have people that won't buy from someone that they know personally, but mm. will go and buy from someone that they will be in their comments and the person won't even look at their comment. Right, so right. it's a popularity thing. That's the that's what we're living in at, at this point. You know, Can we have a moment to appreciate pink uh, plastic flamingo, because that really made me laugh. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I know the picture that he's getting that thing <laughs> from. That picture that when she was in that like two piece, it wasn't from that two piece bikini. Uh, when her butt was looking super weird, is that where you got that from? I mean, I just this was on the top of my mind. I just know that she was like a flamingo. I ain't even had to use that pic, but now that you put that pic but out I there, I remember that pic that I was like, "Yo, what is going on?" Post that on your page. Post that on a silly beauty. Everybody, please go to no, a silly beauty I, I products. No. Say yo, you say if you use if you use my grapefruit mint, you will not look like this. Okay, I promise you, you will get sales, yo. You will get sales. I, I, I think we're getting away from the the the, the subject at hand, and and what is the subject at hand? When the body gets erased, yes. How much money do you have to get? Like yo, if if I slept with you mm. when we were on an air mattress and broke. And then you get a billion dollars. Do you forget about me? I mean, we're all over 30. Nobody's even counting bodies. We just I just had this conversation today. If somebody asks me how many I have, I'm hanging up the phone. Say, say, say it one more time, Pete. Your, your phone was going in and out. I'm sorry. Say, say it one more time. How to charge it. If somebody asks me at this big age how many bodies I've had, I'm hanging up the phone. Like, 
You whatever number you say is right. 10, 30, 100 is right because I'm 42 years old. Do, are you doing the cat milk? You know what the cat milk is. I don't know what a cat milk is. What is okay. that? <laughs> they cat drink milk and they do the is that how you look? Is you are you asking that's, me? Is that, that how I eat vagina? All right. So listen, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna answer this question. It's not gonna be on the podcast because I am not looking to put myself out there <laughs> as some as some kink for you. It's ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? But I'll answer your question. First of all, is I'm not even gonna like tell you how. I'm gonna just let you know this. I know what the clitoris is, I know what it does, I know where it's at. That's exactly what you need to know. Hey, yo, what the f***? This is a pallet right here. So we can get yeah. to more, more of this fun Let's go. I got to find some way to put that in there. Now, <laughs> Najia and Pate want to know how I eat This is great. Ooh. Thank you. Great. Listen, this is I'm just trying, great radio. We're trying to build your, your, your business credit up. That great. Your <laughs> great, great questions <laughs> by you. Great. Jia, we're trying to build his brand. Great. Yes. <laughs> yes. Now, it's the, the late brand. night flight. That's a nice <laughs> upscale <laughs> look. Now, now they got me on... You know what I'm saying? The late night flight podcast on OnlyFans and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Hey, ten dollars to subscribe. Hey, yeah. You know what? It might have to make that. The late night. (laughs) (laughs) Rebrand that. Call that. The late night. We on. (laughs) Does Black Media need Diddy as their union rep? Um, I'm sorry. Go ahead, honey. My bad, bro. So does Black Media need Diddy as their union rep? Um, so Diddy is uh, streaming out on corporations, um, GM in particular, for essentially taking Black-owned companies or media companies and, and that they pay advertising to and that they gain revenue from, but paying them the minimum amount of money. And I would think we talked about this uh, a couple of weeks ago where the Instagram people, uh, the, the black Instagram influencers were getting less than their white counterparts. So Diddy is screaming on all of these corporations and saying like, listen, black culture, black media actually brings you the revenue that you can go to these board meetings with and show your investors that you're making money. But then when it comes to negotiating and doing deals, you want to pay us pennies on the dollar. And he feels like there should be some sort of change in that in that scenario. So, yeah, is Diddy the best person to speak to speak to that? I want to start again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, ladies. I got to start again. I wrote notes today. I want to I want to do my Nigeria impression. I want to do my Gia impression. So Gia would say something like this before she even give you anything or any of her perspective would take. She'll say, Oh yeah, I read about this. I did some research on this, and then she'll go ahead and start talking. This so I, I no, I like that. That was funny. I like when you do like every single topic. It started by saying I did some research on this. I like that. So I did some research on this. Let's go. <laughs> I usually I usually do research anyway, but I like when she said like yeah, I did research on this anyway. So Diddy said that GM puts three billion dollars in advertisement, only ten million of which goes to black owned media. Okay, Diddy Diddy says in this quote, if you love us, pay us. All right. But my question, my question to to Diddy is, do you love yourself? 
Okay, mm. you're a mm. mogul that makes money off a of bad boy, makes hella money off of Ciroc. All right. Did y'all know that Revolt TV is on Direct TV and like three other streaming apps? Did y'all know that? Yes. You knew that. Well, I, well, I would I would assume you would know. <laughs> but but did Hanif and Pete, did y'all know? I had no idea. I know you have to subscribe to it on cable providers, but I wasn't sure which ones. Direct TV to be uh Direct TV, Verizon, it could be one more. I don't have it on top of my head. But those, you know, those are two major brands. Now Right now, Black America is probably, and I don't mean to assume because I work for a cable company, it seems like they're trying to, not trying, they are going to stream it. The point I'm making to all this is that I actually watched a couple of things on uh, Revolt TV. Jim Jones has a show called <laughs> Drip Report. Yeah. Mm. He cosplay a weatherman. And uh, yeah, he, he does whatever. It's, it's a drip report. I don't know. The point I'm making is that you know, Diddy, you have enough money to make this a streaming site and to actually make good content. You have enough money to do that. And on top of it, even if the quote-unquote good content isn't some well-produced there's a lot of dope black influencers on YouTube that are creating their own cartoons, TV shows, whatever they, whatever the case may be. You can help them with that. And invest in them, and and you can create Revolt TV as a real TV show or TV show, TV production company for Black America. I just feel like Diddy does some things where it makes him look good. He wants to be a spokesperson for himself, not necessarily Black America. It's just the fact that he's black, so he gets to exploit that culture, and then we all gotta be down with it. But if you're not gonna put new personalities, on your on your on your stream and then promote your stream. I can't really get down with you, you know. No disrespect when I say it, begging white companies for their money. No, I'm with you. I'm with you 100. percent Diddy is the last person that should speak on that at all. Where's making the band? Like, what are we talking about? Um, and it's funny because I had this conversation the other day, and somebody was like, you know, do you think had Big, Biggie lived? <clears throat> he would have surpassed Jay-Zoo. But the truth of the matter is he would have been under Diddy's thumb. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think he would have made it to Jay-Z status. I don't think he would have been a billionaire because Diddy would have exploited him as he ex exploited everyone else. I mean, that's I what, that's what it's... I'm sorry, right. go ahead, my fault, Gia. We just about to say Gia, my butt. I'm sorry. No, I'm just agreeing with everything that you all are saying. When I saw that, I was like, Sean, sit down. Like, mm -hmm. that, that was my initial response because just, just the, I mean, even if we did not see making the band, right? Even if we did not have internet, we just know that he does, he, he do his people so wrong. Like, you know, from the locks to big, I mean, I just feel as if that he is a master manipulator. And just like you said, it, I feel like a lot of things he do is for him, you know, and he has access to all this capital because that's really what it's about. Just having access to capital, having influence. And once again, here we go begging for people. You have your own production. Like, what more do you want? Diddy, Kelly Price was on The Breakfast Club the other day. She like, yo, uh, Diddy put a contract on the table to sign me, but she went with Rod Osley, who was paying her less money. And Charlamagne was like, Cause Diddy wanted all your publishing. And she was like, basically. 
He Yo. wanted all my publicity. He was going to get all of that money. So yeah, he was going to be hustling for it. Y'all know what Diddy be doing. Clear. Okay, go ahead, like, go ahead, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Let's be clear. I love Diddy. We all love Diddy for the culture. Diddy yeah. has been what he's been for us. Mm-hmm. Same thing as DMX. Uh, we 100% love Diddy, but we just got to be honest. Like, let's mm-hmm. ask Mace how he feels about Diddy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you ever see them two at church on Sunday? <laughs> I was murdered. P. Diddy named me pretty. Chill. Don't act like you ain't want one of them shiny suits in the mid-90s. Don't even <laughs> act like that. Don't do it to yourself. Listen, man. Don't do it don't to yourself. If you don't want your your producer or your manager, and then what Snoop do? Got a shiny suit and went with Snoop Dogg and, <laughs> got a, and went with Puff. Got a shiny suit and hang out with Puff anyway. The f- they talking about hang out with smash the city. If, if y'all don't want to do all that bullshit in the West Coast, <laughs> y'all don't want to find out who beefing with Easy E. Why don't y'all bring y'all shiny suits and come on down to Bad Boy, motherfucker? <laughs> hey yo, what the f? This is a pallet sh- right here. Hey guys, this is Pate. You're listening to a He Say, She Say segment sponsored by the best car salesperson. That's me. Come see me at Route 22 Honda and I'll be sure to take care of you. What I was thinking was, they always say men are from Mars, women are from Venus. There's always a miscommunication when it comes to men and women. Okay. And I thought we could take this time to kind of volley off of each other um what do men mean when they say versus what do women mean when they say and kind of go from there okay would you like the men to go first or would you like the women to go first i want the women to go first i want the men to go first okay honey if you you have something that, that can represent us i got something that's like already for you bro oh, my man so i love you uh are you ready Talking to me, talking to the ladies. My first question would be What do women mean when they say, Oh my God, what are you doing to me right now? <laughs> what do y'all mean by that? <laughs> Yo, I absolutely hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. <laughs> on my drink. I hate you a lot. <laughs> I almost choked just now. I almost choked. What is wrong with this guy? Oh my God. Do we really got to answer that? I mean, we want- like- this is a this this is already a lot. This is already a lot. This is great. Come on, teach us. We need to okay. where's my glasses? Jesus so, Christ. That means that you are doing some unexplainable unspeakable some god type of things to my body and I don't know what else to say so I'm asking a hypothetical question <laughs> that's that <laughs> that you doing a lot of things you know I know what you're doing to me, but it's so good. I, I need to kind of know, like, what the hell are you doing to me right now? Because it, it, it's, 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 it's too good, basically. <clears throat> what 
do you men mean when you say, um, I'm just not ready yet? You took my question. That's my question. That's <laughs> how <laughs> you should have went first. <laughs> See, I gave you the opportunity to. God. Answer this or, me, I want to go first. <laughs> you you want to answer, so you want me to take it? Um, e- I feel like it could be a better question. You, you should take this one. Um, I think it means we like we the broke or like just in a space where we do not want to commit to the responsibilities of having an actual relationship. So I'm just not ready yet is a way of saying that, you know, I can't give you what you need from me at the time that you're asking of it. Or, or, or like, let's, let's just be honest. There, I there, didn't want to answer there, this there is, No, I wasn't going to answer, but I just wanted to add on because it's, it's, there is some shadiness to, I want to be very honest about, there's some shadiness to this question, I mean, to this answer as well, though. So some guys, when they when you tell them, they tell you they're not ready, you know, realistically, it's because the two other women are, you know, probably having, you know, they're having good sex with them just as well as you, and <laughs> now they have options, and it's like, oh man, like I'm not ready. And then the dumb thing about that with guys is that for some dumb reason, they want to say that they love all three of them. It's like, yo, slow it down, dog. Slow it down. Is it possible to love all three? I don't know. You got to ask a rich person about that. You know what I mean? I make make a decent salary. I can can technically afford half of a woman, okay? This is exactly why I know for sure I don't have conversations with women about this stuff because I don't, first of all, I don't even talk like that. I wouldn't never. Never. Like, I don't, I don't act. It's not a pilot thing to do. That's not no way. Yo, it's just not. I don't don't Mm -hmm. ask for no What what I'm saying to you, Gia, is that I know women, well, I I have to get personal and not personal like that, but I'm just saying (laughs) to my personal life. I know, like, I date women that date other people. Like, it, they fly as f- I, I wouldn't expect anything less. But if you're not going to present, like, but if you're going to act like you like me and you want me in your life in some type of way, I mean, there's, I'm going to just be realistic. You're either going to tell me what you're doing or you're not going to tell me what you're doing. It's either one or the other. There's no f- in the middle. So you're going to kind of so do like, you ask? Do you ask? Do you want to know? Do I want to know what? Specifically, I want to make sure. If she's dating other people, do you want to be single, but she's committed to you? Mm. Or do you want there to be an understanding that you're dating, I'm dating until we decide we're just dating each other exclusively? All right, so we're talking about dating. So I want to, because I got to make sure, Gia be be checking me. And I I, 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 for that. She G checking me. She's like, this is a relationship. (laughs) This is dating, motherfucker. (laughs) Know the difference. All right, so, so dating. Okay. I'm going to be very honest with you because I had a father. All right. So my father would be like, what? <laughs> I listen, I listen to my, I listen to my dad. You know what I'm saying? My, my father would be like, yo, don't ever ask no woman no like that ever. Don't do that. So I don't do that. I wait until a See, This is how I know women. Well, in my life, I'm not talking about women in general. See, like Nigeria would be like men. And, you know, I don't want to do that. 
You know what I'm saying? That. That's how you know. I'm just saying it's how it's presented. It's how it's presented. There's a lot of good men out there. It that, is. that you don't talk about. You just talk about the, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's all right. It's all good. It's all good. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's, it's, it's to help your personality. I, I, I hope it gets us more downloads for that. I hope. Let's see how that goes. <laughs> anyway. You're anyway. Shady. Go ahead, so, Libra. So the point, the point that I'm just making is you're going to have to just tell me this. Because I'm not going to ask you. You know what I mean? If you tell me, like, yo, I f you in the sword. I just want to keep it real. Like, yo, you dope as hell. We could do some things, but you just not the only one. Like, that takes so much pressure off me. Because I know that she likes me. It's just that I got to wait my turn in some type of way. I know how to play this game with that. But if you're not going to tell me, now, what if I like you? Because I may like you. Now I'm going to play a little lovey-dovey. Hey, what's up, bull? Call you at 7 in the morning on some good morning. Oh, you on your way to work. Let me go get you some donuts. Do something, right? And she like, yo, this is playing. What's wrong with him? He clinky so as hell. So, 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 Say it again. My, I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead, Hanif. Go ahead. My, my take on that, right? Like, yeah. so I'm, I'm okay with you. Like, all right. We dating, you seeing other people and all of that, right? But if I'm feeling you, I am most certainly going to try and monopolize your time, right? Get these other out the paint, right? So that I could be the that you f with the most heavy, you know what I'm saying? So that way it, it ultimately alleviates any of that at some point. Now, if you telling me that you're committed to me and we're exclusive and then you start, you still dating and doing other shit, and that's where it becomes an issue. But right. other than that, game on. If it's competition, I'm, I'm up for it. Like, I'm going to just show and prove. I know or, that's right, honey. I, 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 I you so much for that because I am not that motherfucker do that shit. If you already, if you already have it in your mind that you about to three other dudes, then let me just be the fourth. Just add me on the roster. I ain't got no time to be doing all that. I ain't doing all that. Get me on the roster too. What do you mean? I'm the first round draft pick. Just put me out here, baby. What you talking about? Straight for sex. Who's trying to who's trying to have regular relationship cooling out at at some corny spot like Bahama? Breeze or some shit with some woman that got three other dudes and I'm not fing them. Get the fing out of here. Hey, yo, what the fing? This is a pallet right here. Hey, y'all, it's Gia. This cuff card moment is sponsored by Asili Beauty Products. You can follow us on Instagram at Asili underscore beauty, which is A S I L I, or shop the website AsiliBeautyProducts.com. There you can find your body butters, body oils, beard products, face products, or just get a shirt. No matter what, you shouldn't ever be ashy because that is just not cute. See ya. How do I know they're cheating? They're having sex? What do I see? I'm going to say the question again. You can put a backstory to it if you need to, no problem. You catch your friend's partner cheating on them in public. All right? You saw your friend's partner cheating on them in public. Would you tell your friend that their partner is cheating? You saw my girlfriend at the park kissing on her knees. Would you come tell me that my girl okay. was kissing on her knees? So now we have a backstory. I need I need the story to make sense. If I see your girlfriend yeah. kissing on someone other than you, yes. yes, I would let you know immediately. Mm. Awesome. Awesome. Hanif, you ready? 
I'm ready. Can a relationship? You the perfect mother. This is perfect. <laughs> Can a relationship survive when a woman earns more money than a man? <clears throat> yes. I think it just takes a man to be a, a lot more secure in who he is. I think a lot of men in that situation uh, are insecure and then they they overcompensate and they try and take more control. They, they try and overcompensate for power and that's where it, it, it kind of goes left. But if a man is secure in who he is, he can still maintain the, the respect that he needs to, to maintain in order for the relationship to work. I learned from you. I just want you to know that, Hanif. I don't know if I ever take your advice or anything, but I do learn from you. I just want you to know that. You say some things that I, I wouldn't say. I like that. Uh, all right, Gia. I made sure that this is not a sex question, okay? I made sure that this wasn't a sex question, okay? Thank you. It's because you're beautiful. All right. Name something petty to take after a breakup. Name something petty to take after a breakup? Is this hypothetical or like... We want to um, know the real Gia. We want to know the real Gia. What Gia would take? experience. If you got... Ooh, please let it out the box. Let us... Scorpio! I took a TV back before. Oh, this is gangsta. I want to hear this. I took a... Um, Was it a 65 inch? I just bought mine. I had an ex-boyfriend that... um, I had strong evidence... <clears throat> in my Scorpio investigation um, that he cheated on me. So I had keys to his apartment and I had bought him like this TV because this was, you know, of course, years ago, years ago. Right, right. Recent. This was when people still somewhat had them like big back TVs and I was making, you know, real good money at Dish Network at the time. Right, right, right. So I bought him a flat screen TV. Mm. And um, I went back to his house and I took the cords from back from behind the TV and I did something to the TV that it won't work again. Mm. And um, yeah, so and then I, I had also repossessed a few other things as well. So I, I can get very petty, especially when my feelings are hurt. You know what? I just want to say, I want to say, Gia, that, yo, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. And, and now he ain't giving nobody keys to his house. No. Nobody's getting the keys. Yeah, I, listen, I want to put that PTSD in there mm -hmm, just mm -hmm. the same way you did me, you know? So it is what it is. Nah, listen, I would still give you my keys. Like, I, I, I appreciate what you just did. I appreciate your petty. Hey, yo, what the f***? This is a palace right here. What's up, world? You now tuned in to the Late Night Flight Podcast. My name is Chubba the Bricks. I'm with BBS Entertainment. And right now, we about to get into some Angel Blue. Song titled, My Fault. You know what I mean? Make sure you check out that Instagram. That's at I am Angel Blue. B-L-U. You never leave my side I told you I was down to ride I thought it was real until you switched on me Like that uh, My feelings got in the way 
But I confuse love with attention and got hurt in the end. A whole lot of energy I could have kept. Instead, I gave my all for you. I should have left. You played me like a king. Now I'm going insane. It's my fault. Yeah, that's my fault. Blinded by your love, open my real eyes. I didn't see my worth as a real You played me like a king. Now I'm going Subscribe and download to The Late Night Flight on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify. Every subscription helps us towards our efforts in having a career in podcast radio broadcasting. Hey, yo, what the f***? This is a pallet right here.